Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Growing Greater brings you stories of innovators, entrepreneurs, and business leaders who are transforming industries and communities as they turn ideas into reality, embrace risk, and invest in new technologies and relationships, all while building legacies of tomorrow. While Growing Greater originates in the city where modern democracy was founded and where innovation is part of the regional DNA, Philadelphia, we bring you stories from around the corner and around the world. Tune in to Growing Greater at Radio.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to uh, to Philly is Funny. Good to have you here. Thank you so much. Yeah. I uh, am very excited to be here. You have and the just... cutest dog. I oh I, I made... <laughs> I'm gonna get right into you. the to the brass tacks of things, Michael. Uh, I I stalked your Instagram. You have a really cute dog. Thank you, thank I'm you. Uh, it's you. my Shih Tzu banjo. Well, we're excited about tonight. Uh, the big show, gay old time at Punchline Philly. We're gonna get all into that, the lineup, all this good stuff. Uh, but here on the Philly is Funny podcast, uh, we have Laura here who you dive into like the topical stuff that's happening in the city or national. What are we calling this thing? Yeah, we're calling it the Philly Five. We're calling it the Ooh. Philly Five, Michael Kelly. <laughs> this is funny because Bennett doesn't know. I have what no I'm idea what you're about to, to say. Him, but we were kind of just talking about game shows. So don't know if you saw this yet, but a contestant on The Price is Right yesterday just shouted out the Philadelphia Eagles, which is awesome. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a great video. He's like, such a bro. <laughs> when he just <laughs> like, shouted the Philadelphia he Eagles? He literally like goes down to spin the wheel and lifts up his shirt and he's got like an Eagles shirt underneath and he's like, go, go Eagles! <laughs> Without fail. I mean, the Eagles but, aren't even yeah, in the playoffs. I, and then, then <laughs> they got It'd almost guy. be weird if he didn't. <laughs> yeah. I was hosting a punchline and I think I just said the word Eagles and then like an Eagles <laughs> chant broke out in the crowd. I'm like, my God. Yeah, that always gets an applause break. Yeah. Like my fiance and I will DVR. The price is right, and then watch it later on when we get home. I'm not sure if that's adorable or if we're old as shit. Like, I don't know which one it is. Well, Maybe Pete's a little bit of both. to get the flu uh, to watch it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was like my babysitter growing up when I was sick. Like, it was the price is right or nothing. Uh, what else is on your, on your Philly Five right, there, Laura? Let's see, see if you guys agree with this survey. I don't. Uh, Americans get more excited about Valentine's Day than Christmas. This is oh, that's hogwash. Americans. That's lies right there. That seems there. like a numbers game because not everyone, is that like Thanksgiving? You know, where it's like everyone celebrates Thanksgiving and why arguably, you know, the worst travel day of the year is Thanksgiving Eve yeah. versus Christmas because that's specific to the Christian people. Right, right, right. Um, They get more excited about it? Yeah, they are. Who gets excited about Valentine's Day? Yeah, I have never. It's a made up corporate I holiday. I mean, I do celebrate it because if I didn't, yeah. I'd be a dick. But I feel like, you know, you're supposed to do that every day. Right. Are right, right, lady. Yes, right. <laughs> every day. Every day. day. I yeah. Want gifts every day. Uh, yeah, and flowers and stuff. But I, Valentine's really? 
Yeah, that is surprising to me, frankly, uh, just because so many people have such disdain for it. So I guess if it's like an angry excitement, like, you know, like it's like a hate <laughs> they, love They thing. love to hate it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I could see that maybe. Yeah. What's your favorite holiday? We're just getting to know you. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Ooh, my favorite holiday? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I, th- I think my oh, Thanksgiving. Man, I want to say Thanksgiving. Because I feel like it's underrated. Everyone like kind of blows past Thanksgiving. They start Christmas shopping. They start focusing to Christmas. Thanksgiving's the best one. Right. It's also popular. Uh, the, the queer people tend to come out on Thanksgiving the most. That's a made-up really? statistic. I just find <laughs> that is a statistic I'm making up as we sit here. Sad- no, I just I was found it in my personal experience a lot of people, I just feel like it's like a great precursor to Christmas because everyone's kind of ruined a Thanksgiving, right? You know, like yeah. if you have a bumper sticker, you've ruined one Thanksgiving. You know, like for every bumper sticker you have <laughs> is equal to the number of Thanksgivings you've ruined. Yeah. Um, it's also the only one where you can argue with your parents and still get to leave with food. It's true. You still get the leftovers. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you ruin Christmas, you're a jerk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Thanksgiving, they're like, oh, well, there's always Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> or all Valentine's Day, happy. You eat yeah. stuffing at one o'clock in the afternoon for no reason oh, whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I look forward to it. Like, they start rolling out those gobblers in uh, <laughs> yeah. Wawa in yeah. like August, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's my favorite holiday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whenever the gobbler day. returns gobbler to day. the menu. Oh, that's great. Gobbler Day, favorite awesome. holiday. What's uh, <laughs> what's next on the on the Philly Five? <laughs> All right, uh, this is another survey question that okay. I just thought was absurd. Uh, apparently, fourteen percent of fans would give up sex for a year for a free ticket to the big game. I don't know if we can say Super Bowl on this podcast. So <laughs> the big game, the big, the big right? game. <laughs> the fourteen uh, percent of people. Would give up sex for a year? For a year. To go to the Super Bowl? To go to the Super Bowl. I'm going to need like... headshots of those people. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even in my radar. No, yeah. I would never do that. Like, what would First of you... all, watching a football game at home is way better than seeing it, yeah, there's it a... out. Right. Uh, and I also, like, it depends on the location. You know what I mean? Right. Like, last, you know, when, when we won, that was in Minneapolis in February, which is not a place I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to go. Have fun, man, yeah. <laughs> and I love Minneapolis. I've been many times. Yeah. It's a great place. Amazing comedy scene there as well. But, but would uh, you have sex to go to Minneapolis? Uh, in February, no. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't do that Unless ever. I plan on staying there for yeah. a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's, that's silliness, Laura. What else you got? All right. Justin told me this, our videographer, Justin. Oh, what's up, Justin? Uh, actually let me in on this. Lady Gaga's new song just dropped overnight. It oh, leaked. really? I didn't even know that. I'm the music her, director. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Well, that's what, I'm like, oh, wow. I just did the morning show. Yeah. I'm the producer. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, the Justin, song Stupid Love, which oh. I, I don't you know. Knew. I feel like, a, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah, we, we all keep it. <laughs> Gay Twitter has been on this. Uh, we're, really? we're all, all over this. Yeah, well, it's strange. And from the, the loose reading I did of this, because um, I'm pretty sure Stupid Love already was a single. Oh. Which... I, I feel like I've heard the song, and then like I was googling it, looking for like video. Like I was, I was going through YouTube because you'll find you know stray audio clips of there. Because I was just like, well, what is the new Gaga song? I can't right. be the only one to not. Know. <laughs> they'll take, they'll kick me out. You know? um, they'll take my card away. Yeah, yeah. Our Lord and Savior, Savior Gaga. Um, I, but I feel like I've heard the song before, and then uh, some. I want to say some Pacific nation. I can't remember which publication but they had like a video that had stupid love in it and i really? feel like it's like an old deep cut maybe oh okay well the crazy like remastered part, and like put out again perhaps yeah. yeah i'm un- unclear because i've only heard like there's like a 30 second clip floating around that was found in the data code of her website 
which Jeez. means that there are Gaga fans are some pretty intense. Gays wow. out there who <laughs> gay data miners going through her website in the hopes to find a single. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We're you not messing it? around. Yeah, do you have Justin has a song. You... The whole song? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Play... Man, I had no idea. Really. He it's has it. Very... Wait, you have it like illegally on your phone? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I love Gaga, and this is this is gonna be a controversial take. Oh. And I'm ready for it. Okay. Here for it. Star is born, overrated. I couldn't even finish the movie. No, fair. I mean, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, that I thought, movie's, I how, many, a... how many of these do we need? Yeah. It's like, yeah. how many? This is this the fourth was, one? Yeah, it was the fourth. Yeah. Or there was all... that movie with Jeff Bridges and Maggie Gyllenhaal, right? That I think so. That was essentially oh. the exact same movie. Yeah. yeah. I thought Gaga was, was good in it from what I saw. I think I saw like 40 minutes of it. You didn't watch the whole thing? No, though? I tapped out. You didn't Bradley cry? Cooper, first of all, no one told me that he had like the Christian Bale Batman voice the entire time. What was up with his deep voice? Dude. Oh, yeah, all the <laughs> gravelly <laughs> growling. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> what had is that? Too much going on. Like, he just, his character that he yeah. had. I love Bradley Cooper, but he was like, Well, like, why is he Bruce Wayne? This problem and this problem, and no, also I'm going to talk. So like weird. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Gaga is like writing a song in the parking lot. Right, of that yeah, convenience yeah, yeah. store. And all of a sudden, she's up on stage. They have the whole song memorized that they just wrote in a parking lot. Right. The yeah. band memorized the, the chords to it. And then now she's famous? Oh, yeah. And they just kind of bring her backstage. And then all of a sudden, they had, in the, well, the course of a day, they had time to not only write the song, arrange the song, <laughs> right. figure out harmony parts, <laughs> yeah. solo auditions, a break long enough for her to be hesitant backstage to then be walked out. Yeah, And the uh, crowd loved it. And I'm we, like... Well, wasn't that at um, one of the festivals? Was that at... Uh, I think so. Um, oh, I'm 40. I don't know. I'm old. I, I can't think of what any of them are called. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, the one with all the drugs. And, <laughs> you know, that one. Yeah, and <laughs> people with Roman numerals in their names. That's the only one who can afford to go anymore. I, I, uh, I had to tap out. I was like, no, I'm good. Because yeah. that never happens. Where is, where is the, the years of depression and drug where... use? And, and uh, you know, that doesn't happen like that. There's no overnight success like that. But then it comes at a cost because of her relationship. Yeah, I didn't get that far. Yeah, I, think, I think I put on Cops I mean, or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. definitely cried yeah. in the theater. And then they wrote the most Lady Gaga song for her to yeah. kind of go pop, and he's like weirdly unsupportive of her the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think we were focusing on the right parts of that movie. Though, uh, with What's-His-Name crying while reversing in a pickup truck, I think that was... <laughs> you didn't hold yeah, out for that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> What's that actor's name? What? I can't... The, oh, my God, Mustache Wait, so, so you love this movie. Yeah. So I... You, I, hate, you hate me for saying this. I don't hate you. For, I understand why you're saying this. Yeah. Again, not a movie that I'm going to go back and be like, let me watch this yeah, and put myself sucked. through it. Yeah. But I did think that Lady Gaga was awesome in it. I thought she was good for the 40 minutes I but, saw. She was pretty impressive. Yeah, what's his what's name? It's must, driving me nuts must, now. Justin, Sam, you know? Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Justin, yeah, there's a whole like, two-minute <laughs> block. He's got, he's got the Gaga <laughs> content. He knows all the actors. Come here, bud. Saddle up. Jeez. Um, was that four? Was that topic four, or did that we do was five? Four. Uh, I can't count. Okay. What's your? What's, Here comes number five. Yeah, what you got? Let's see how I? I don't know. Just do what you will with it. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued. I was a little hurting today, but uh. Hurting today? Are you hungover? On, on the topic. Oh, on the topic. You know, I thought you were on the struggle bus. It's been cold. No, yesterday. <laughs> it's been I was cold. The yeah. yeah. All the good stuff happened the like, weekend when it was right? sixty degrees. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You're not kidding about that. It's like the eighth week of January. It's so depressing. It's like January 49th. It's like, I'm done. I'm done. Sucks. All right. Well, here's something to look forward to. Okay, I'm ready. Leap day this year, right? Yeah, that's right. 
get excited. It falls <laughs> Who on gets a excited Saturday. about that? Dude, I want an extra day. Yeah, who's not here for February? a longer February? Yeah, the Tuesday <laughs> months. <laughs> January and February are the worst months. I don't want more of it. Don't you want to just have like a big do we have off day for that? party? Yeah, it's a Saturday, man. Oh uh, well. So I feel like there should be. But March first would have been a Saturday. On. I'm sure there is. There has to be. Yeah. Like, someone has to have some sort of wild themed party. Yeah. Well. That. What you can do on leap day <laughs> if you don't have any plans, and this one actually just goes out to the ladies, but... Uh, what you got? Uh, what pub is it? McGillan's Old Ale House. Okay. In Center City. Yeah, for like sure. the oldest pub in Been Philadelphia. There. They say they will pay $100 to the first five women who propose to someone on leap day. But they have to do it at McGillan's and like in front of people. And once you do Most it, obscure you... promotion ever. <laughs> Why? That's. But then you get a hundred dollar gift card to McGillan's. Like it's like not even a hundred bucks straight up. Oh, that seems worth it. I say that's a lot of jalapeno poppers and course like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Think about all the mozzarella I mean, sticks you can get for that. Just literally anyone just walks in the door and they just like propose to for, whomever they're with. with. With a ring pop and like, like, call it a day. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, there's got to be more to this. Yeah. Well, Do some digging, Laura. What's but it? here's the thing yeah. I've already sent this article to my boyfriend, Jay. <laughs> oh, wow. So you're going to stage it? Or I, might. You wanna... I mean, yeah. Right? Do it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of jalapeno poppers. <laughs> right. But if, you're, but if you're ready for that action, I'm, yeah. Are you going to tape? You have to tape it. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you want the Justin? juice. You want, you, want, you want the content for social yeah. media, right? I mean, why not, right? You're doing it for the for the, for the the gram and you're doing it for that gift do, card. Doing it for the gram. <laughs> Worth it. For the gram, yeah. I'll tell wow. my kids one day how'd you guys get engaged. Wow. I did it for the gram. But. <laughs> Leap year. That's the, that's the promotion, huh? Yeah. Isn't that. What's a strange, bizarre, strange yeah. McGillan's? All right. Well, like I mean, the connection there is. Well, I'm trying to find the connection. I do. I do actually have some more. Wait, I think Justin knows more, more about it. For you. Oh, yeah, yeah, Justin, do you know? <gasps> Leap year. Why do you know yeah. the weirdest things? Justin, God, is, get is, over is it, here. What does it have to do with Leap Year, though? It. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. Must be solved. So it's entitled Leap Year. It's an Irish like tradition folklore that you know only on leap year can a woman propose oh. to someone i'm like 90 percent irish i have no allowed. idea that's she's to me. she's permitted you... she's permitted this yeah. is the one yeah, day we're not permitted. backwards <laughs> in social norms <laughs> yeah. and it's every four years every, every four years it's all you get and you come to mcgillan's yeah that's the deal <laughs> <laughs> yep. wow so well, that's exciting. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Also, yeah. something to look forward to. Can't wait to see what Amy <laughs> Adams agrees to next. <laughs> yeah. We're excited for for the show tonight. Uh, Gail time. Um, this is not the first time you've done um, the show before, right? The showcase? Correct. Yeah. I have, um, I want to say it's this is my fourth time. I hosted it once, and I was on the inaugural. Yeah, I want to say it's been like three or four times. Is this over the course of, of how long? The course of a year, two years? Two years. Yeah. Nice. Two years, I want to say. Um, what does what does the showcase mean to you? I mean, it's great. It's uh, visibility for a lot of LGBTQ plus talent, um, especially because like there's been so many more people um, from that you know from all those letters <laughs> <laughs> um, coming forward and doing comedy because historically you know common stand up comedy especially was considered not really for uh, the the queer people, and um, you know by see watching it kind of grow over the last seven eight years. Um, has been really refreshing. Like when I started doing stand-up comedy, there was like four of us, and now there's like dozens, which is amazing. And 
there's all these pride shows every month and it's really great to see a place like <clears throat> punchline um and i believe they're one of the first clubs in the city to really have feature lgbtq um stand-up comedy so it, it means it means so much to see happen it kind of makes it feel like you know kind of going out there and and putting ourselves out there and and living our truths um matters and people are listening right and punchline is such a great room to, to do comedy it's it so is. much fun yeah it absolutely is such I a great room uh, how long have you been doing stand-up is this been a passion of yours since you know teenage years i know that's oh, for me yeah. like i yeah for sure i yeah. mean um well what's funny is like i mostly i uh started doing stand-up around seven years ago okay and i um which is kind of a late start <laughs> but i've been writing sketch for about 15 years oh, like wow, i went okay. to college for screenwriting oh. Uh, oh, I lived in New York for six years because I wanted to be a sketch writer. I never saw myself as a performer. I was always like, I'm a writer. Gotcha. I belong on this side of the table. Did you want to work for like for like SNL and stuff oh, like yeah. that? That's yeah. why I moved up there. And yeah. I mean, I got to work with a like bunch a dream of job. great totally. troops. And I got to have, uh, we were in Sketchfest at Upright Citizens Brigade Theater oh, wow. with uh, one of the troops that I was in, Free Love Forum. And, um, you know, I always just wanted to be a writer. And then, but I've always had the stand-up bug kind of living in there. I remember like even being a kid and like watching pro wrestling and then switching over to the newly instituted, this is a long time ago, um, when, when Comedy Central first uh, came onto the airwaves yeah. through Viacom. I think it might even be before they merged with Viacom. I think we were just talking about and, this in the uh, last podcast, too. Like, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. wild. I remember, remember when Rosie O'Donnell did stand-up yeah. stand on VH1. Yes. Like, I remember watching that as a youth um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other day. No. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I always just loved it. You know, I loved yeah. seeing the comics there, and it was just always such an amazing thing. And But I never really saw myself doing it because mm. I, I was very introverted as a kid and even through college I was just like I'm a writer <laughs> <laughs> and then like in my mid-30s or like in my early 30s I should say uh, I reached the age of 32 and that's like uh, so uh, my mother passed away when she was 32 years old and uh, you know when I hit that age it's kind of like it was a huge shift in myself because mm -hmm. it's like you know at the time as a kid because I was seven at the time you know 32 seems like it's really old and then as I got closer and reached that age, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so young, yeah. you know. And then I stopped being sad that she wasn't here anymore. And then I was became sad that she never got to live. And uh, I just decided at that moment that I'm like, I need to make decisions in my life that I'm like, whatever I'm going to do, it's because she never got to live. And I that's when I took my first step onto a stand up open mic. That's incredible. Yeah. I was just like, you know, what? I'm just going to do it. And then I, I loved it. And then I didn't. Stop. <laughs> Never looked back. Where did you go for your first time? Uh, it was, so, it was in uh, Fairmount at, um, it was called Laughs on Fairmount, and it was I've, at- I've done that room. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. yeah for sure. Um, that was my first ever open mic. Oh, my God. Were and, you, uh, like, how nervous were you? What was going through your head? Um, I wasn't that bad, because, I mean, I was pretty, like, I worked in television before then, and I kind of knew how show business and being on stage worked. Right. And um, I was, my roommate at the time, who's also on the show tonight, Alejandro Morales, who kind of was, like, coaching me a little bit. Mm-hmm. It also didn't hurt that I knew how to write a joke. Sure, you know, like sure. I understood you had how comedy worked, and right. I've written for other people. It was just kind of like finding my own voice. So um, I actually had a really good set my first time. And one of the jokes from that I still use to this day. Yeah. Um, occasionally, you know, when the time calls for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a really cool time, and like I'm very thankful for Alejandro Morales for like you know helping me and showing me how to. Because I never also never knew how to get started doing stand up. It was always in the back of my head, but right. um, you know maybe. Uh, 
in New York too, it's also there's so many open mics and they're at four in the afternoon. <laughs> you have to pay five dollars. That was like in my like early mid twenties. Right. Like, money. <laughs> and you put your name in the lottery and like there's like fifty names in there and like yeah. of course my name was like picked last. I'm like there till two o'clock in the morning oh. and it's like mm-hmm. and by that time there's like five people left at open mic and it's like yeah it's it's a process. Yeah, it's exactly to, to grind and to get better and to become who you are now. Um, so you said your friend's also on the bill tonight. Yeah, Alejandro uh, Morales. Yeah, um, who else is on the lineup? Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Megan Chalastri. Uh, they're a super awesome comic, uh, doing a lot in the scene here. Um, Sonia Z is hosting. Uh, she's an awesome comic as well, someone who I've known since I started doing stand-up. Maybe look into the camera and, and just tell, this is like your, your moment. To just, why should people come out tonight, Punchline Philly, to see you? And uh, the whole show. Oh, man. Not only are you going to score all the woke points with everyone <laughs> that you work with uh, on Thursday morning, it is just, you know, regardless of uh, the, it being an LGBTQ show, uh, these are some of the most talented comedians in Philadelphia right now. And um, it would just be a sin to miss it. Like, um, everyone's super incredible. They're super funny. And uh, I don't know uh, a better way to spend a Wednesday evening, frankly. I like it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much for hanging out with us. No, thank you so much. This thank has been wonderful. Yeah, you can be a guest anytime here at uh, Philly is Funny. See him tonight and the whole show, punchlinephilly.com. Grab your tickets. Thanks so much, man. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it.